This episode of the Link Up Podcast is brought to you by Moody & Co. CBD is everywhere these days, from supplement and nutrition stores to gas station displays. With so many options, how can anyone make sense of what to buy, how to properly dose, or trust in the quality and purity of the products? Luckily, our friends at Moody & Co. have all your bases covered. Moody & Co.'s products started their life, hand-grown, and cultivated following strict organic growing practices in the fertile soil of the West Tennessee Delta. Each hemp plant was hand-planted on their family-operated farm, fed only high-quality organic nutrients, and finished their life free of any toxic pesticides and sprays. Moody & Co.'s world-class extraction and manufacturing partners are FDA-grade and CGMP compliant, so you can be sure each and every product is of the highest quality. What about potency and purity? Each of Moody & Co.'s products is third-party, lab-tested before and after the manufacturing process, and the tests are available for you right on their website. Their website is www.moodyand.co. I'll spell that for you. That's www.moodeand.co. How about that for transparency? Dosing instructions are on each bottle and their tinctures feature graduated droppers so you can be sure you are taking exactly what you need. With all the uncertainty about what goes into the products that go into you, you can rest easy with Moody & Co. CBD. Available at www.moodyand.co or on the shelf in Memphis and Oxford, Mississippi locations of Nail Bar & Co. Once again, I'll spell that website for you. It's www.moodeand.co. And now to our episode. So, how long have you been playing the violin for? Seven. This might be year 17. I started when I was five. Were you drawn to it, or was somebody in your family drawn to it? I started with the drums, actually. I think I was like two and a half or three, and my parents got me a drum set, and they basically just told me to learn it. And then when I got to elementary school, I went to Music Magnet Elementary School where you basically choose an instrument uh, for your five years that you're there, and I chose a violin. It was kind of random. Violin from drums was kind of a big switch, but I don't know. Something called me to it. Like, who are some of your influence influences that play the violin? Current-day influences are probably Damien Escobar, Dominique Hammonds. I think Damien Escobar was the first, like, real like hip-hop violinist that i like saw because he came to our school in in high school i think i was a sophomore or freshman and he came and gave like a master class and i was like wow like i've never seen first of all a black person playing violin but then like he was also doing like other styles and making it like actually interesting besides just straight classical music so definitely one of my inspirations dominique hammonds he Went to my high school and he went to University of Oklahoma also. So he was like the same path as me. And he's like touring all over the place and playing kind of hip hop, soul violin. He's also black. So, yeah. Where has it taken you a lot of places, the violin? Yes. But it's like we had, it take, took me a lot of places with like orchestra and school. Like we would have our school trips, like orchestra trips to like New York and, New York, Minnesota, frequently back and forth, like places around Texas. But this year, this past, like, I think it's like nine or so months, I've been like all over the country, all over California, touring with La Russell because he kind of discovered me off of Instagram and I've just been touring with him. So it's taking me crazy places and this summer is just going to get crazier. So. That's awesome, man. It's so crazy what the internet can do. Like for one, the internet gave us this conversation right here. We probably would never connect it. And then two, it's like it's taking you to places probably you'd never thought you would have been. 
Yep. So as far as a violin, how difficult is that compared to like the cello or something like that? I think they're they're pretty similar, like technique wise. I know like I feel like string instruments are kind of the most difficult to learn because like you don't really know where to place your fingers. It's like a lot of muscle memory. It's not like the piano where you can like press a button and you know exactly like it's that note. Like, yeah. It's kind of like it's almost different for every instrument, like even from like violin to violin. But like starting really, really young, like I think I started, they gave me a tissue box, a tissue box with like a, a ruler that came out the other end of the tissue box. So I could just hold it up on my shoulder and with like a stick too to like practice and act like I was playing the violin so I could get my posture right. I had like a little mat on the ground where I, it showed me where to place my feet and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, I don't think I actually started playing. I might've been like using a box for maybe a few months before I actually got my first violin and actually started. And they have like tapes and stuff on the, I'm sure. Basically like the f- fingerboard of the violin for, for a beginner, for a violin, you would see like a bunch of like, almost like a guitar like the guitar frets and it's yeah. kind of like measured out. So we would have like tapes. So it's like very basic level. And it's a, it's easy to learn if you start young, but if you start it and try to pick it up older, it's going to, it's kind of with any instrument, but I feel like piano is easier to learn when you're older. That's what they say about like a, another language too. It's easier when you're younger because mm-hmm. you know, your mind's absorbing stuff. And I think too, like when we get older, you're so afraid to make mistakes and when you're a child or something like that, you really just don't care. Mm-hmm. You're just willing to try something new. And then, too, when you get older, people, like, crush your dreams. You're like, oh, you don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, kids do that, too. But I think it's a lot more peer pressure when you get older, I think. I think peer pressure is older when you're, when you're, when you're older than younger. Because you're less likely to take a risk. Yep. So, what do the knobs call at the very top? And uh, how many are, are there generally on a violin? There's four. They're called pegs, and they kind of like adjust the the pitch, okay, and the tuning, kind of like a guitar. So there's I four strings. Guitar, I'm assuming. Yes, four okay. strings on a violin, four strings on a cello, four strings on a viola, and yeah, six strings on a guitar. So, do you play the guitar too? No, I haven't really gotten into it. I, it's kind of similar. Like I could easily learn it. Yeah, like, the finger placements are kind of different. Just like translating from violin to cello the finger replacement is a little different because it's like up and down versus like that but viola is the most similar to the violin it just has lower strings so when you're playing the violin how do you know so i'm assuming you're switching strings right like you do with the guitar on the thing so it seems like that would be more difficult than the guitar because you're actually having to use another instrument to do that yeah it there's a lot of it's there's a lot of coordination involved, like being on the right string arm level. It's like going back and forth and there's a lot of coordination that just kind of is like engraved in you, like muscle memory. And so it, it, it it's like second nature, but to to think of it it's like really complex. Could you see yourself not ever playing the violin, or is it just something that it's a part of you now? It's it's an identity. It's become an identity. People, I see people in the gym and they're like, people I don't even know, they're like, oh, you play the violin, right? It's like, <laughs> he plays the violin, like he plays basketball in the violin. It's like, it's just part, a part of me. That's awesome, man. So what kind of music do you generally play with the violin? Everything. I I I can't, I can't just stick to classical. I like playing like classical, like the intense, like, romantic era or like Shostakovich is my favorite composer like some really I like the really intense orchestral music because if I'm just sitting there and I'm just playing a couple notes like I get bored very easily but like the stuff that's like super difficult and challenging I like to play that classically but other than classical it's like every genre I'm trying to basically what I'm trying to do is like expand 
the string influence in the music industry because there's not a lot of strings that cross over into other genres. It's like people just stick to classical so much. And it's like, we can really do anything like other other instruments like trumpets and stuff. You see them playing with the rap, hip hop and all that stuff. It's like, why can't strings also do that? Yeah. And that like, I don't know the word for that. that th- there's not a big like, there's not a lot of string players that are doing that. It's like very narrow and it's a very profitable kind of business too. Man, do you know who NF is? Yes. He's like a Christian rapper. I was listening to his new album. I was at the gym and I just happened to see it came up as like a new album that came. Cause I look, I love a lot of his older stuff and I didn't know he had a new album out and there's a song on there. I think it's called hero or no, let me check. I'm, I'm butchering it. But anyways, I was I was working out and I hear the song and then the violin came in and it was like chilling. Like it just gave another element to the song that I never expected, you know, because like that's when he starts going in about like doing stuff you need to be doing. He's a very positive person, but the violin just set it off. Yeah, I think It's like song, an extra layer. It's, it's kind of absent. Hope. The song is called Hope. Okay. But yeah, he plays a violin. There's a violinist in there, and it's just it's man. Like I said, it just gave me chills when I was listening to it. So, where are some of the places you're going this summer? June, the beginning of June. I I haven't even like begun to book my solo stuff yet because I'm like touring and doing church gigs. But I think like first weekend in June, I go to Vallejo, Bay Area, and San Francisco area for Russell has a his backyard residency shows uh, that that weekend. And the next weekend, it's like I go from Milwaukee to Pensacola, Florida for a week with my church, playing in the church band. Then I go from there to Oakland, then from Oakland to Los Angeles. This is all in like the span of two weeks. Wow. And then like later in the summer, I'm doing Washington, D.C., other places too. Like I've only booked like one month so far of my summer. It's crazy. It's getting it's getting hectic. Yeah. That's awesome, man. How old are you? I just I turned twenty one last year. Man, you're a baby. But that's yep. awesome that you're getting to experience that stuff at that age too. Cause like I said, experiences and memories are one of the best things we have. And I really believe traveling is because it really makes you appreciate there's a lot of people that never leave their their street, which is really sad, or even their state or even their city, let alone. And to be able to do that, I think it'll just make you appreciate life a lot more. Yes, definitely. I've seen all different types of people, all different cultures, and while also doing my, something that I'm passionate about. It's, like, yeah. it's not like I'm just on like business trips and like sitting in meetings and stuff that I don't like. It's like I'm playing music and making music. And inspiring and people like, too. Crazy. Yeah. Do a lot of people reach out to you on Instagram and tell you like you seeing you has made them want to try to buy the violin? Absolutely. Yep. A lot. Of, I get a lot of like the videos reactions with like the kids watching it because another thing I'm passionate about is like teaching. I, I was music education. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to be music teacher coming out of school, but I changed my major to performance because i was like i i want to do something more and i want to extend my my degree beyond this and like go master's and doctorate level because i was like how can i affect like the world yeah just you know one single classroom and i know like teachers have a large impact but i i want to be able to like open up a music school for a bunch of kids and so like the 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 things where I'm playing, the times that I'm playing at elementaries, like I'll play at any elementary school for free just to be able to, you know, show some kids like the black kid that's never seen a violinist before. It's like in the first time they see a black violinist, oh, he's playing little Uzi Vert. Like I never knew <laughs> a violinist could play little Uzi Vert. So it's like some it, that kind of captures their attention in their mind. And then they're they're like, OK, mom. I want to play the violin or something like that. It's like I have the power to, and I have the power and the platform now to change that. And just like all the content that I've created and just, just constantly recording, recording wherever I am, I try to record and try to get myself out there. 
Yeah, we had a lady on here and she's a air traffic controller and she's also a DJ on the side, too. And she's black, black female. And she was like, there's a lot of young girls or young black kids that don't realize that's an opportunity for them or even like being a pilot or something like that. So seeing somebody that looks like you doing something outside of what everybody else, you know, does is like, oh, wait, that's an aha moment. There's other opportunities for me. And we do, sometimes I think people get pigeonholed or they get forgotten about. So like seeing somebody like you doing something and like I said, they're going to be like, oh, he's doing something cool. Like you said, with little Uzi Vert songs and all that. That's that's a good way to get a, your message or your your craft out there to other people. So what are some of the things like I'm assuming did you go viral for a lot of stuff? Yes. Basically, I had grown like end of last year, I had grown specifically like organically by just like posting, posting, posting. Last summer, I think I was posting three times a day. Okay. And it wasn't really, it wasn't really like difficult. Like I, I literally just set my phone up on my table. I would go to YouTube, find like a hip hop beat that I, I could hear strings on which is a lot because like a lot of beats are missing that kind of strings sound. So I would just play along to a string beat and just post it. And that's kind of how I was growing. I would have a video get like 10,000 views here or there. But then like right at the end of December, I think it was right before Christmas, I posted one and it did like, all right. At first it was like maybe like 50,000 views. But then it just like blew up and like I think it's now it's at like three million. Oh wow. And now the sound from that is like has like seven thousand videos that use the same sound and like the Champions League soccer posted it. Oh damn. And posted the sound and their videos have like fifty million views. So the sound is basically, yeah, it was organic, but once I went viral, all the people that came to my account, they had other stuff to also look at. Mm. So it's not like they you have somebody with a viral video and you go to their account and it's like, okay, they only have one or two videos. And it's like, what's the point of following them, yeah. them now? For people, people kind of, I've heard people tell me that they've kind of gotten lost in a rabbit hole when they go to my account because there's just so much and so it's kind of, I try to be as versatile as possible. So I have like stuff for the older crowd, the younger crowd, the middle crowd. I'm just trying to do everything. I'm just trying to see who I can reach and what sticks well with who. And so that's kind of, I've just been growing. What made you decide, what made you decide to start the page in the first place? I've always had an Instagram. I just haven't posted. Okay. I haven't posted. I think the first it's like the first, it might've been the first or second time I posted. Cause I had gone through like, I think I, it was my first girlfriend like a year or two ago and we broke up or something. And I was like so mad, but I turned that into like creative energy mm. and I was scrolling on TikTok and I saw Russell rapping outside of like a, I think it was a, a market or something. And I was like, I can hear strings on this. And the, the words, the lyrics were speaking to me because it was something positive, too. Yeah. And so I, I just added some strings to it and posted it. And, like, the quality was bad. Like, I was using, like, an old phone and everything. But, like, he DM'd me and he told me, he was like, look, come do a show. And, like, he flew me out to do a show. And after that, I was like, okay, I need to start posting. Yeah. Like, first of all, people don't even know like only the people around me who've seen me know that I play the violin and know how I sound, but like I can really reach like a lot of people. And so I just started posting, posting and, and like some videos would get like only like 10 views or something, but I kept posting, posting, kept posting and it just happened. It's awesome. You took pain and turned it into positivity and said something negative. Because okay. there's a lot of people that would have went the opposite way. They would have been bashing a girl or, you know, doing something destructive to their lives, like getting drinking or getting messed up and and look where it led you. Yeah, because a, a lot of times, like, it's like life events are what inspire the greatest musical projects. Like, 
you can't really like a lot of rappers and stuff want to rap about something that they're not. They want to act like they're like a gangster or, or violence and drugs and women. It's like, or you could just rap about like your actual life experience, like what you're going through. And you can work quicker, more efficiently that way. And it's real and people can connect with it. Yeah. I always said a lot of rappers seem like a West Side Story. <laughs> you know, it's just like this phony this and that. And it's like, like you said, if you are who you are, more people might gravitate towards you. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people, they try to become something they're not. And then they get messed up in that stuff. That's not really their life. And they're like, oh, wait, this is real life now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm really having to do this stuff. And then you end up in jail and wasting you. Everything you've been trying to create, this whole craft is gone down the drain because you won this image. That's not who you are. Yep. And then we have a lot of kids that are trying to emulate these people and these people aren't even living this life. Yeah. So what message do you have for kids today? Like, it seems like a lot of kids are lost. Yeah. Oh, it's funny because last night I was I was like seeing like I saw like a group of high schoolers and I'm like, wow, they really need some help. And it's I think I think really what it's a big it's a big problem. People don't realize that literally the key to like being successful in life and stuff is a using the tools that you have like this technology stuff is powerful like extremely powerful life-changing like my parents it kind of took them a while to like realize okay like he's posting and I'm, I'm telling my dad it's like look if I can if I post and stuff that's how I'm getting opportunities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kids need to realize that literally anything you do, anything you want to do, you can do if you put forth the effort. People people just don't put forth effort at yeah. all. Like my friends, it's like I tell my friends, I know like some of the greatest musicians. I have a friend that just graduated from Juilliard, only has a couple posts. It's like you're an amazing musician and you're trying to wait around for like your break to happen i was just talking to my uncle about it the other day it's like there's no like big break you just create it you just have to grind and hustle all these people that end up being like self-made millionaires they just put in the time they had an idea had a business started trying to shake hands trying to hustle you know the people on the side of the street with their mixtapes handing it out mm-hmm. like you have to you have to do that and you have to have that drive and you have to have some image that motivates you and fuels you for me it's like i have on my phone like my screensaver is like a beautiful place in sweden like the mountains where the water the water like meets the mountains and stuff and it's like every morning i wake up i see that and i'm like I want to get to a point where I can like either retire or I can like comfortably like go to the, a place like that for an escape whenever I want to, because I've gotten to the point where I can do that. So that kind of motivates me. I feel like a lot of kids, they don't have a lot of drive and they get too caught up in like this idea and their image and what others think about them. Like I've, I've stopped caring what other others think about me. It's like, I'm just being myself. I know I'm weird. I know like I'm quiet introvert and all that stuff but i just embrace it yeah no it's uh, i think that's so you believe in manifestation i would assume i guess and prayer i mean yeah right well i think it's all like it everything comes from an idea so it's just like how do you implement that idea like even like how we're talking somebody had to have the idea to build the microphone to build the camera and then people improved on it from that you know there could have been somebody that had the idea and they're like "Ah, i don't know how to do it but it's the person that actually took that idea from out of their head, put it on paper and actually ran with it. Cause I saw yep. somebody once said, it's like, who's the greatest person that never started. And it's not that they started and quit. They just never even tried. And unfortunately there's a lot of people that have this thing inside their head. That's like, I'm not good enough. And generally that comes from people around you that tell you you're not good enough or they, they were never something. So they don't want you to be something. There's a lot of crabs in the bucket. People like, I never achieved anything. You can't, Michael, you can't do it. What are you crazy, man? You can't go to Sweden. And it's like, sometimes that doubt will get in your head and you're like, Oh, maybe they're right. You know, but if you get a, that's why it's really important. What you like, I saw this thing one time. It said your diet's not just what you eat. It's what you consume as far as like reading, listening to 
watch, you know, all that plays a factor in our lives. So, yeah, like I, I love that you're a very positive person and you're putting that that energy out there. Because like I said, we need it, man. Like, I think I think most people are inherently good, but there's just a lot of people in this world today. I think a lot of with the Internet is that everybody has a voice. So everybody has a platform and the people that are loud and obnoxious and rude and saying all this hateful stuff are the ones that get most of the attention. And I don't think the world is that way. Like if that was the way we'd be, there'd be nothing. You know, I think everybody would have destroyed each other by now, but we're inherently good. So like I said, to have more people spreading that good light is very important, especially now, especially the kids, man. Cause like I said, I remember being a, you know, a kid, I remember being like a teenager in my twenties and it's just like, you know, you can get influenced by people that are not doing anything. And if you continue to hang around those people, you're just going to do, have a new, do nothing life. And it's easy to get sedentary. It's easy to be like, ah, nobody else around me is doing anything. Why should I? And then, like I said, there's those people when you start doing something like, ah, quit, man, come, come do this with us. Come waste your time. And it's like, no, I have a better path, like scene for myself that I want to accomplish. And like I said, it's awesome at your age that you were able to do that and are doing it. So what is like your five-year plan? Right now, I'm I've committed to going to grad school for jazz violin for two years at University of North Texas because I really just that's my final like genre that I've always wanted to get really good at is like jazz violin. After that, I I've already kind of started like the the framework of like the idea of like the the music school, I want to open up an inner city music school and that has studios kind of almost like an independent record label. Okay. That has like studios in there for kids to come learn lessons and also record because a lot of kids like have a lot of talent. They just need to get it out there and just kind of have a place like a creative space where for kids to learn, kids to come not have to pay a bunch of money for music lessons and they can just, you know, do something besides, you know, okay, we're just going to put you in sports and you learn sports and play sports all your life. Cause I've, I play basketball. Like it's crazy. Cause I've used violin to get me playing basketball. Like I think I was in, in Los Angeles for a gig and I was at Venice beach and there was like a Venice Beach pickup basketball run, and I go out there and I'm I start playing, and my friend has the camera out, and I just like start dunking on YouTubers <laughs> and stuff and going crazy, and it's like people don't realize you can do multiple things yeah. in life. You don't have to just do one, but whatever you're strongest and most passionate about, once you solidify that, that's when all the other opportunities come. Like J Cole, probably when he was rapping, never thought. Oh yeah, I can end up going overseas and playing basketball just because, you know, I have enough money where I can just go do something like that. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to do in life and kind of show other people that you can you can really do everything at the same time, but yeah. So, who are some of the people you follow online as far as like positivity? Oh, I do a lot of watching YouTube. Let me see. I think his name is Bed Rose. Koolian. Oh yeah, Bedros Koolian. I love that guy. Yeah, him, Dre Drexler, and then there's another person called Hamza. A lot oh, okay, of like, yeah. A lot of self improvement. I watch a lot of self improvement. A lot of like, kind of, like, I guess, uplifting content. Dre mm-hmm. Drexler is a strong Christian, so he kind of brings the Christian stuff into. He talks a lot about how to talk to women. And, all that stuff, a lot of positive stuff. I'll wake up in the morning and I immediately put on the headphones and watch one of those videos instead of like scrolling. I don't even scroll on social media. It's like, since I do so much posting wise, I just post and just step away from it the whole Mm. day. I don't even watch like, I don't know. A lot of my videos on YouTube are just like improvement, 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 building, building, building. I don't, watch a lot of entertainment. I don't go out a lot because I feel like it's going to be so much better entertain entertainment wise. Like when I'm 40 or 30, 
than it is right now in my 20s. It's like, yeah. I'm a broke college student. What 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 sense do I have going out to clubs and partying and all that stuff? It's like, right now, I, I'm young. I have the drive. I have the energy to just, you know, create. And yeah. it's, it's fun, too. Like, I'm playing the violin. I'm playing <laughs> over a rat beats. It's, it's fun. Like, yeah. That's the thing, man. Like, <clears throat> you said it perfectly. Like, when you're in your 20s, that is your time to, like, learn stuff and and kind of explore and then when you get older, that's when you start making money. Like it, it is weird how like you have to build your own value as a man, especially. Yep. You know, like we're not inherently we're just given something. We always have to work for it. And it makes you appreciate it more. Because I think if you were given something, you wouldn't appreciate it. Yep. Like you have I think struggle and like hard times makes people better. Because you deal with adversity. When something bad happens, you're like, okay, let me pivot. Let me figure out how to deal with this. So have you ever been playing? I would assume this has happened to you before, like a string broke or something. How do you deal with that? I don't think I have a, had a string break. I had one time I put the music upside down on my stand <laughs> and didn't even like flip it because I was in like a chamber group. There were like four of us. But I really just miss notes, stuff like that. Mm. I don't care about it. I move on because yeah. I've realized I, I'm like a really like, anxious person like before shows i'll be super anxious and stuff and then like after the show i realized like nine first of all 99 percent of the people that you're like i'm i play for don't even play the violin yeah. don't even know like oh that's the right note oh that's the wrong note they just are touched by you know the action touched by me being a black male just other stuff like the kids are touched by you know seeing a role model and all the other like trivial, like little stuff, like I could play with no strings and still <laughs> somehow touch somebody. Yeah. Just the people like coming up, like coming up, a lady came up to me at a La Russell concert and she was like, your videos help me fall asleep at night. That's and awesome. it's like, I'm thinking about, oh, am I technically sound? Am I playing all these notes? And ooh, what is the violin professor at this school going to say about what I'm playing? But like, it's it's less. It's really less is more when it comes to music. Like I can play a couple notes and people are moved. It's just what you're doing, and I don't worry about the little things and the little. Like I do worry about them, but afterwards I realize, okay, why was I even stressed out? Yeah, yeah. We've had a couple of people that are in bands, and they've mentioned that too about like messing up, and they just continue on because I think if you bring attention to it, that's when people will notice. Especially like a layman person that doesn't know, you know, they're not, you know, versed in your craft. So most of us, like you said, would not even pay attention. We're like, oh, this just sounds beautiful. Like yeah. I said, it's the whole thing of getting in our heads, man. I think we are our worst critic, man. Like we're with ourselves all the time. So we know our flaws. Mm -hmm. And it's like you see this stuff, but most people don't even care unless there is just a true hater. And there's always going to yeah. be those type of people out there. But you can't let them stop you from doing something you want to do. And like I said, unfortunately, a lot of people do stop because of outside forces, man. It's like they they are so concerned about what somebody else is. Thinking. I saw something today. It was like your opinion is not my something for me to worry about. That's your your stuff. That's something you're trying to put on me. Like, I can't I can't focus on that. Yeah, for me, it's like I think I'm like the opposite type of person. Like if somebody gives me something negative, like I'm like a stubborn person, like I'm a prove you wrong type mm, of person. So yeah. it's like, if my, like my dad was kind of hesitant about, okay, like you're, you're coming out of college. Like, what are you going to do? Like last, this time last year, my dad was probably like, okay, what are you going to do? You know? And now he's like, Oh wow. Like, you're you're doing all this stuff and like he promotes me and it's like hey my son plays violin look him up on instagram he's like famous or whatever and it's it's like i tried to prove him wrong because you know he, he kind of lit a fire under me when he was like okay you're a musician how can a musician make money without you know just getting a teaching degree and beginning to teach and i was like okay i'll show you dad yeah like, i'm i'm that type of person well i think a lot of parents want want the best for their kids. So they're always very kind of protective. And then two, some parents are not very versed in the internet. So they don't see how there's potential to make money on just somebody watching your videos or something like that. 
Because, like, yep. basically the internet is the new version of, like, advertising. So that's why, like, all yeah. these influencers that are making us killing because people are watching their stuff. Like, more people are probably on their phone than actually sitting in front of a TV. Yep. So do you want to get your music, like, in shows, like, on Netflix or movies? Is that, like, a goal, too? Like, do a score yeah, I mean, or what have you? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get into the directing side, like, directing film okay I, I always wanted to do film stuff and this is kind of paving the way for me to get in in some of those but right now i've been doing a lot of producing like working with a lot of producers working with some soundtracks it's i'm trying to like right now i'm kind of ahead of where people usually are and so i'm trying to use this time to a build a business i have like an online store that i'm trying to build up like, so people, I can sell my music direct. Okay. Because I am an independent artist. I'm not signing any crazy label deals so I could sell my life away. Mm -hmm. I'm selling my music direct, just building. Because I really like the, the music school thing is my end goal. And everything else is like just extra. Like the, the big placements with big artists, that's just extra. That's like generational wealth that's just going to sit there every month and you know, just build streaming revenue. So have you collabed with any other, <clears throat> excuse me, creators? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love any, really anybody that I, I see that has drive. I'll work with them. Okay. I was at a party last night and it's like, I was just sitting there and then this girl just walked up to me and just like took a picture. <laughs> I was like, cause she had like a, a, like a really nice camera. And I was like, Hey, can you send me those pictures? Like, let's connect. Cause she was obviously like a camera a photographer. Yeah. So I was like, let's exchange information. Another person was videoing. Cause like I was at the party, but I had packed my violin in the car because I was like, okay, I'm going downtown Houston at night. There might be a, some good scenery. I always have my tripod and stuff in the car. So I was like, I just after the party was over, everybody was cleaning up. I went in the corner against like a brick wall and just started recording playing and like there was another dude that came up with a video camera and was like recording so i got his, his information but it's like really i'll collaborate with anybody that i can see wants to put forth the effort like there's some people that will just dm me and be like collab question mark or they'll be like hey let's work and it's like and you're, you're not showing me like how you're gonna add to what i'm building yeah and it's like there was a pianist that like duetted one of my videos and like he arranged like a whole score for like one of my songs. And I was like, okay, if that's somebody that I want to work with, that's kind of how it happened with La Russell. Like I showed him, okay, this is what I can add. I can add strings to whatever you have. This is how I can help you. It's like mutual benefits. So like I've worked with like, I don't know if you've heard of Derek Minor, a Christian artist, Christian rap artist I've been working with. Well, it's like her name is Ray Raven Taylor. I we were, it's really like who you know. Yeah, it comes down to who you know. We because I knew La Russell, he got me on like a HBO Max TV show called Rap and Then Blank by mm. Issa Rae. Okay, so yeah. I was in Los Angeles, like filming, and we went to Atlantic Atlantic Records Studio to record because they were trying to recruit La Russell. So I was just there like adding strings to songs. I was like asleep in the corner and then they would nudge me and wake me up and they say, Hey, Michael, get up. Can you add some strings to this? And I'll just get up and like play some strings underneath something. And because that, like a dude walked into the studio that we were working with and like, he like dapped everyone up and then he walked out and then I was like, huh. And I didn't even think of anything of it. And then later they were like, Oh yeah, that was two chains. Like, <laughs> Damn. What? That's it's awesome. Like, everybody is everybody is human. Yeah. It's these connections. Mm -hmm. Like you just have to get connections and connections and know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, and then oh, you end up on Beyonce's tour or something. That's that's really how it works. Yeah. And it all started because you made that video. Yep. Man, that's One wild. Video. Do you still talk to that girl? Not really, no. You should thank her. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I definitely did thank her. I was like, thank you. Man, that's awesome that you took that and you ran with it. 
Wow. And that was just two years ago? Yeah, that was like, might have been a, it was, it was a year ago. Just wow. Just one year ago. That is impressive, man. That's how, see, life has gotten so crazy in the last year just because of that. Just because of realizing to post, realizing to, you know, show people, just be yourself. Being yourself goes a long way. I really transparent. I have nothing to hide. Like, I do like daily vlogs on my Snapchat where people are saying life is because like a lot of people like they'll have a documentary team around them like filming because mm-hmm. people are interested in stuff. Like if, if Drake had a documentary of like just what he what he does in a day, people would really enjoy watching it because people sit on their phones and are watching random stuff anyway. Do you listen to Gary V at all? No. I've not, I've not gotten into that. He's used to do that a lot. He used to document every single day of his life, like just going to business meetings and all this other stuff. And he's a really positive guy too, but he's really big on like always like posting multiple times a day because you never know like what might pop. Like, do you remember when that guy got on his like longboard and was drinking the cranberry juice and they I played the so. Fleetwood Mac song in the back? Like his truck had broken down. I think his name like yeah. Mad Dog or something. I think he posted pretty frequently on TikTok or whatever. And he just, I think his truck broke down that day and he had the cranberry juice in his truck and decided to like ride his longboard down to get to work. And then that video went viral just because of that one. Like what if that day he would have, I'm having a bad day. I'm not going to post. Exactly. Yeah. That that's exactly how it worked out for me too. It's like the night before I posted the video that has like 3 million views or all that stuff. I had been at the gym and I tried to dunk on somebody. They like basically tackled me and like my wrist was like sprained. Like it was, it was really bad. It was like probably took like months to recover. Mm -hmm. But that next morning I had a, the, the wrist brace. It wasn't the ankle. It was the wrist. I had a wrist brace. It was like, this is like the arm that does the most. Okay. It was, it was pretty hurt, but I woke up the next morning mad, like fueled with something. And I recorded the video with the cello and didn't really think anything of it. And then it just goes and blows up. And <laughs> that's, I went from like 10K to 100K like followers super fast because of that. Something that I didn't even think twice. Before. Yeah. That is just impressive. another video. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's crazy how life works, man. Like you could have been like, I'm gonna sulk, or my wrist hurts. So I'm not gonna make this video. Yep. But you played through the pain, man, and it paid off. It paid off. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you gone overseas with your violin? Not yet. We Where are some of the places do, you want to go? I definitely want to get to Africa, mm. West Africa, because my family originated from Guinea, Bissau, Bissau, Western Coast. Sweden, definitely. Sweden, yeah. Norway, the Alps. I just want to see big mountains. I've never really seen mountains. Going to California last year was my first time seeing mountains. So anywhere with a mountain, I want to go. We were actually supposed to. I was supposed to go with Russell to, I think it was Akira. It's in Ghana, I think. Okay. Chance the Rapper had a Black Starline Festival in Ghana. Wow. We were supposed to go. Like when I got the call, the Russell was like, hey, uh, Chance the Rapper wants us to come to Ghana. Like when I got that call, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like that was that was last year. Cause at that point it, it had it had only been like a couple months. Yeah. So I got that call, but we couldn't go basically because we all didn't have passports. Ah, uh, okay. But it's like that that was possible. And so we might go to London. There's I'm I'll definitely be overseas soon. That is awesome, man. All at 21. Yep. So do you have a lot of friends that look up to you now or like, man, like how do I get started? I mean, there are a lot of people that like recognize what I'm doing and they're like, you know, we see you and your grind and stuff. I've never really been a person that, keeps a lot of friends around me. I I more have like acquaintances, like people know me, like I'm like, hey, what's up? And I'm cordial with people, but I try to keep my friend group like really, really tight because I want to be around people that have like similar mindsets as me. And a lot of like younger people will ask me for advice and stuff like 
I'm more close with my cousins. I have a cousin that's, I think he's seventh grade. And then I have a cousin that's like a sophomore in high school. And like, I'll just like hang out with them and preach to them and be like, here's what you got to do. Here's this, here's this, here's this, here's the way. I'm like a person that anybody I talk to, I'll lecture if they're like around me. Cause I'm like, look, this is literally how like we succeed. Yeah, This is what you have to do. And just, just takes you waking up and doing it. It's like, it's going to be slow at first. Like you're not going to want to post every single day, but then once you do, and it's like, I just formed a habit that just like, didn't stop. I just wake up. I know. Okay. Yeah. It's time to post. It's yeah. time to record something. It's time to work on something. And a lot of like, a lot of those posts I made songs out of too, and getting my whole like distribution. I'm big on like educating myself because it's really, it's really easy. You don't always have to have a teacher to tell you something, tell you how to do something. You can go on YouTube. People make money on YouTube teaching people and that's another thing i want to start doing is doing little violin tutorials introduction to the violin it's like there's so many things you can do yeah and there's people around me not a lot of people are willing to just because it's my generation not a lot a lot of people are willing to like ask for that advice or kind of come to me but whoever does like i'll give them a lecture well, I saw somebody said it kind of struck when you said that, but there was somebody that once said, like, if you want to do something right now, now's the time to do it because most people aren't willing to try. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to like go for, it, you can just run everybody else over, not in a bad way, but I'm just saying like, there's a lot of people that just don't want to take the risk. They just want everything easy and it's not easy. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I got 10 views. I got this. Let me quit. Like everybody wants to be popular overnight and that's generally not how it happens. Or if you do go viral, like you said, you still have to have other other content that people want to continue to watch your stuff. It's it's funny. I have a, I have a quote that I was going to like, I'm going to post like a video, a little video, like explaining like advice. And the quote is just because you aren't getting a lot of engagement doesn't mean you aren't growing. Mm. Like literally like you can grow one person a day and just keep, it's it's exponential. It's not like it's not linear. It's not always going to be linear. Yeah. For me, it, it was exponential. Well, you just, well, like what if you just had one person following you and then that one person had to be like they had millions of followers or something like like yeah. one is better than zero. <laughs> yep. And I think it's hard for people to realize that because we see the highlights of everybody else online. You don't. Re- that's not the reality. Some people may be buying their followers. Some people, you know, you never know what people are truly doing. And it's like, you just, you just have to keep being consistent. It's even like, like working out. Like I have a friend of mine, he, he doesn't like lifting weights. And he's like, I don't ever see any reason. Cause you quit. <laughs> you're not going to get the body you want if you're not consistent with it. Consistency right. is key in everything in life. It's like us walking as a child. Like you don't just stumble and then just stop and then expect to be running. You know, you have to keep moving, keep doing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why there's this whole, there's a lot of quitting a lot of people, unfortunately. And like I said, that's, that plays into the, you can win because there's a lot of people that quit. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's a guy online. I don't know if you follow him or not. Like, what's, I am Thompson. Then he played the violin. I don't think I've heard. Yeah. He, I know he was big during the pandemic. Like he would always just like collab with a lot of other people online, but that's other outside. Now I got, I got to follow you now, but like outside of, outside of that, I didn't really know of any people that were playing the violin today. Like, you know, you think of it as kind of an older instrument, but that's awesome. You're yeah. making it popular for people today to listen to. And like I said, when I heard that NF song, I was like, oh man, this, this gives me chills. Yes. It's crazy. So what do you, what do you got going on the rest of the day? I just, I think I'm playing at a party later, somebody's birthday party. I'll be doing a few songs, playing happy birthday. Is there something you could play for us today? Ooh, let me see. Uh, I don't know if, like, the sound and stuff. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Um, oh, I see you like David Goggins, too. Hmm? I'll do a little uh, aca, acapella 
about the effects and stuff. I released recently dropped the EP basically for graduation. I was like, I'll call it back in the day, and it's kind of has like a two thousands kind of feel. Okay. To it, because it's like the 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 beats that I find on YouTube, like there's a lot of the the YouTube producer community is strong. Like people are on YouTube literally just like making beats and putting out beats and that's how big artists can also find producers. That's how I found find producers to work with. Cause it's like, I see they have a drive and, you know, I might see a YouTube video with 50 views and, and the beat is like crazy good. So I'll post it and tag them. So that oh, that's helps sweet them you. out. It's kind of yeah. like a, it's like a mutual benefit. Like, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm playing stuff. I'm getting stuff out there. And they're also getting like visibility also. Yeah. Give and take. Yeah. So what are all the, what are all the, what's the stick called? I know it's not just called stick. (laughs) All right. This is a bow. Okay. This has the, this is the hair. So this is like horse hair. Okay. And it, it's kind of like, I guess, sealed in here somehow. Yeah. And the horse hair, the horse hair gets like the traction and grip because we use this rosin. Okay. It's kind of like a tree sap, I think. Yeah. And it kind of just, you just kind of rub it against the bow and it kind of gives it that, that gritty traction on the strings. Okay. And then what is the thing you put your neck or your chin on? What this is that is called? called the chin rest. Okay. This is the shoulder rest right here because it rests on your shoulder. Okay. I didn't know that. This is the finger. The black part is the fingerboard. This is the bridge which kind of holds up the strings. Yeah. How much does that thing weigh, would you say? Oh, it's really light. It's like, I don't even know if it's a pound. Oh, okay. The cellos, cellos are a little bit heavier. Basses are a little bit heavier. I didn't want to play cello because I didn't want to have to lug it around. Yeah. My sister plays the cello. Okay. And Do y'all collab together? She, she stopped. She's actually at Yale right now for law school. Oh, she, okay. Went a completely different route. <laughs> she has, she kind of has the same crazy drive as me. Yeah, she just puts it into arguing with people over <laughs> everything. We all need lawyers. Yep. All right, I can play a little bit. Okay. Let me see if can... a little bit. Unfortunately, the microphone didn't pick it up, but you look elegant doing it, man. <laughs> oh, it didn't even pick it up. Oh, no, it didn't, man. You look cool though. Now, what a, can I play a video of yours like that would show what you're doing through the... I can play it through here so people can actually yeah. hear it. Or which yeah. one should I pick? What I played is... Did you say that you followed me on Instagram? Yeah, I just I followed... Send, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I can, I'll can. i just send you one. Okay. This is the one I was playing. It's like places that I... It's like now I just have like an itch to like create wherever I am and... Wait, let me see. What's the Insta? What's the Instagram name? L Y N C K U P. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. It's like I see like backdrops and nice spots now, and that's like I want to go in front of that and put a camera up and create something and send it to people. I look forward to your Sweden video then. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let me play this for everybody. Let's see.
man, that's impressive. That is really impressive. It's very peaceful, man. Like it, it really, you did a good job with the background and the music. It all ties in together. Cause like, I'm sure if it was just like, just a sound, it was sounds nice, but didn't see you playing it. And then seeing the golden gate bridge behind you is just like top tier, man. That is awesome what you're doing. It, man, that's crazy. Just at any age, but especially at 21. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you got to do stuff on a Saturday. I like to ask a couple of questions if that's possible. My first question, I have first two questions are, what's your advice for people and what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world? My advice to people are, is stop caring what other people think when it's your journey. Because like they... They're not going through it. They're not doing what you're doing. They're not waking up when you're waking up. And we get so like caught up in what others think about us and how others impact us. Literally, like we live in a world where we we think that our everyday lives are controlled by like the higher ups and stuff like, but they really don't have control over us. Like the president doesn't really affect my day-to-day life. I know they 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 have the power to, but realistically, they're not affecting whether I can succeed or not. Yeah. That's on me, and that's on my own interpersonal drive. And I I think I kind of got to that by kind of figuring out who I am as a person and my identity. And once I found out my identity, it's like, okay, I want to bring my identity to the world. And my mark that I want to leave is like, he, you know, brought everyone up around him i don't want to be the person that just you know succeeds and then i look down and it's like all these people that are around me are just like or even kids that i knew kids in my community there's no reason that i should be successful get out of my community and then just leave them behind like i need to do something build something for my community to prosper like if if there was a music school and here in third ward houston where all these like unknown artists could like record music and build up the whole community. Like we wouldn't have to rely on like the white man to come and like gentrify our neighborhood. And then like, we're nowhere to be found and we just disappear off the face of the earth. It's like, we can be, we can be a lot if we just do it. And so that's what I'm, I'm trying to share that message. It's like, really just do it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, like I said, I, I think that's awesome that people can see somebody that looks like you, that looks like them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I think that's major, man. I, I think we all need each other, you know, all races or whatever. But I think a lot of people of, especially black people, they just need to see people that are doing something positive and, and like that there's other options. Because mm-hmm. like I said, sometimes the role models that people have are just not the best role models. And like we covered earlier, they're generally not who they trust try to pretend who they are online or like what out there, their image, excuse me. And my last two questions are, what do you think happens when we die? Well, I believe I'm a strong Christian faith grew up in the church. I, I actually, that's, that's what I'm going to Florida to is to one play in the band, but also lead. I lead a high school like group ministry. And so we'll be going out there kind of learning about, the word and stuff but i believe that we're judged when we die and we either go to one of two places and it's based on a relationship with christ so. yeah the other one is who would you like to give flowers or appreciation to so like unfortunately like a lot of people don't hear nice stuff about us when we're here and you know usually you hear something on your birthday or wedding or possibly at your funeral but like who today could you be like, oh, this I like to give some flowers to you? Definitely my parents. Mm. It's like parent parenting styles really affect the child. Yeah. Because like the high school, I saw some high schoolers last night. It's like my parents would have never let me, you know, go go to a party. Like I I I just didn't do stuff like that. I didn't yeah. go have sleepovers like they were really strict, but it works. Like they have a son doing whatever he wants. They have a daughter at Yale being amazing. It's, it's really, it really works. If you just, they love it's, it's all out of love. They love us so much that they just put all this pressure 
it's good pressure. Pressure creates diamonds. It's it's like a loving, fostering, nurturing pressure versus, you know, just being hard on the kids or abusing the kids. Yeah. It's, it's, Comes from a place of love, which that should be, because, I mean, if you have a child, I, I don't have children, but I would imagine you want the best for them. You want them to have a better life than you had. And you've been there before. Like like a lot of times when you're young, you think you're fooling your parents and they're like, I've done this. Like, I know what you're doing. And I'm looking out. I know you're going to be mad at me right now, but don't go do that with those kids because you might get in a car accident and die or something like that. Or, you know, you might end up in jail or something, you know, like that's the thing you're supposed to try to rear your child. Yep. And you see what they're just like, I never understood the thing where people are like, I want to be best friends with my kid. Why would you want to? I mean, you want your kids to like you, but you don't want them to think you're like a buddy mm-hmm. and then they're going to, you know, run you over. Yep. I got one more question since you seem to be very intuitive. Like, what do you think about the state of men today? Especially since you listen to Bedros. <laughs> oh, yeah. I. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> It's it's funny because like I told my friend the other day, I've literally used college as like a means to figure out women, figure out men and learn from like it's been trial and error. Because I told my friend, I was like, you know, it's different. Like when you just stop talking to a girl when you're in college, because like there's like thousands of others that you can talk to. But like if you're like marrying, if you're married to somebody you can't just stop talking to them or, you know, end up getting a divorce, all this stuff. It's like, Oh, it, most of the videos I watch are about men are about women, how to be masculine, how to all this stuff. And so I think that men, men are kind of the problem <laughs> giving a, women a lot of like placing women on pedestals. Cause like social media is like you, you open an app and you're, giving a woman validation women these days literally just exist and they they've made it yeah they already got attention because because we have to we like you were saying we we build our value as men yeah for women it's like their value has already been as high if they're you know beautiful smart and so it's it's on the it's on us it's definitely on us i've seen a lot of like a lot of men, you know, not wanting a, to improve themselves first. It's like, we got to be, once we're on our grind, then that comes. Like, I, I was a person where I, I used to try to put my energy out into, like, women and stuff. It's like, I can hold the energy in. And that's, that's once my value is really high, that's when, that's when I get a lot of attention. It's like, why am I worrying about a girl, you know, home in Oklahoma when, I literally have the world. The world is out there. Yeah. Like, we just get stressed out about little stuff and not having an abundance mindset. We feel like, oh, like we talked to this one girl. She doesn't want to talk to me. That's like, that's it. Like, no, there's thousands, billions. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of guys, there's a lot of guys that are delusional, just like there's a lot of women that are delusional. And there's some guys that do nothing for themselves, but they want the top tier woman. And it's like, how do you want something that would you want the version of yourself? <laughs> like if yeah. you if you wouldn't date you, why do you think she's gonna want to date you? Exactly. And vice versa. It's like the same thing with women. It's like you can't want something that has all this stuff if you really don't have anything to offer. You know, and it's just not it can't just be looks. It has to be like physically, spiritually, mentally, all of that has to be intertwined. Because yep. after a certain point, it's like, what do you talk to them about? You know, you just wanna you want arm candy? Is that all you want? Like, is that just for your ego? And I think a lot of people do this stuff online and date. It's, it's for their egos, man. Like, they want to be seen. They want this this limelight. But it's like I said, it has to be more. There's something that has to be more solid. It has to be a foundation, like a house. It's like you can't build a house on sand. You know, you have to build it on, like, concrete and all that. So it doesn't. When stuff like you mentioned, like, you can't just walk away from your wife or whatever. It's like you have to work on foraging and and making sure this stuff is structurally sound and i think a lot of people are it's like we mentioned earlier a lot of people are ready to quit and i think that's why we're in a lot of places now like that's awesome your parents you know have this unit for you and your sister and and it's making you good people like just talking to you for this hour can tell you're a good person so yeah man I, i'm really glad that raul set this up 
and we had this conversation today. And so where can everybody find you at? Michael Prince Violin. You can either Google Michael Prince Violin or it's that's like kind of my name on I think all of my social media, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. If you go on Apple Music, Spotify, the streaming platforms, if you just type in Michael Prince, it should come up. Okay. Just music and stuff. Well, I appreciate you, man. It's been good. And uh, maybe we can do it again sometime. And like Absolutely. I said, I look forward to your, I'm going to keep watching your videos now. I wish I, cause like I got confused. I thought there was another guy coming on, but it's tomorrow. And that's why when I saw your name, I was like, this is not the name that I thought it was, yeah. but it ended up being a good conversation either way. Yeah. I like talking when there's people to talk to and people that will facilitate when I'm not talking to a wall. I feel like a lot of like people my age, it's like, it's like talking to a wall. <laughs> People, it people doesn't get better with age, man. Me. I think that's just people, man. Like, I think, like we mentioned, I think the screens are kind of dulling us. Like, there are some people that are just shy. There's nothing wrong with being shy. Like, me personally, on average, I'm a pretty quiet person. Like, I'm not loud and obnoxious or whatever. But, like, if I can have a conversation, like, I don't like, like, single-serving conversations or, like... Small talk? Yeah, small talk. That's not... I'm hey, not a fan of that, hey. man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be engaged. I want to have, like, a back and forth. And there's, like I said, there's a lot of people just like, they're okay with that. And that's just not me. That's not how I'm built. And that's why you want to gravitate towards people that are like you. And that's what we had today. So appreciate it, Michael, man. Enjoy your Saturday. And yeah, man, keep doing it, man. You're doing big things. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Appreciate it. Uh Uh-huh. Bye.